Hello and welcome to the Crystal Martic Podcast. My name is Jude Jonathan. Today we are going to be looking at the Redeemed Christian Church of God's Sunday School Manual. And the lesson is Lesson 48. And the topic for Lesson 48 is the second coming of Christ. The second coming of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. So before we go into today's Sunday School, let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for all you have been doing for us. We thank you for this series of eschatology. We thank you, O God, for speaking to us about your second coming. We pray, O Lord, that you will help us be ready when you return to take the saints to heaven in the name of Jesus. Help us not to be taken unawares. Help us, O Lord, not to be found wanting at your coming, but rather, O Lord, we will be ready in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. So the topic again for today's Sunday School is the second coming of Christ uh, under Lesson 48. Lesson 48. Praise God. Hallelujah. So a memory verse for today's Sunday School is taken from the book of John chapter 14, verse 3. John chapter 14 verse 3 and it says if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also John chapter 14 verse 3 and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself and where I am there ye may be also Praise God. So our Bible passage for today's Sunday School is taken from the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. It says, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus, we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the topic uh, we are looking at is the second coming of Christ. And uh, we're going to just quickly run through the introduction of this topic today. It says in the book of Acts chapter 1, verses 10 to 11, Uh, It describes the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, in the sense that um, Jesus Christ ascended being in bodily and he was visible with power. In other words, our introduction says that the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ has been personal, bodily and visible with power, ascended uh, to heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the second coming of our Lord will be 
in like manner, the same manner. And however, it will be in two phases. The first phase is regarded as the rapture. The Bible speaking in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 15 to 17. It was saying there that for we say this to you by the Lord's own voice that we who are still alive and remain unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ will in no way precede those who have fallen asleep and, and on and on, which is where we read our Bible passage for today. But what we need to understand is that the first phase, which is regarded as the rapture, will be the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ for his saints, while the second phase will be the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with his saints. So furthermore, we can see we look or we can see that in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 7, where the Bible says, Behold, he is coming with the cloud, and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him and all the tribes or the nations of the earth will mourn over him, realizing their sins, their guilt, and the anticipating of the wrath of God. And so it is to be. Amen. So we need to understand that the second phase uh, of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ will be to set up the millennium, to set up the millennium, praise God. Hallelujah. So when we're talking about his coming with his saints, also the book of First Thessalonians, chapter 3, verse 13, also made us to understand that that so that he may strengthen and establish our hearts without blame in holiness in the sight of our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. So we see his, the second phase again explained in that verse that he is coming. Lord Jesus Christ is coming in the second phase with all his saints. So between the first and the second phase of the second coming of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ is the period of the tribulation. I'll take that again. So between the first phase and the second phase of the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ is the period of the tribulation. So looking at where we just read the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18, we saw Paul admonishing the Thessalonians in the light that they should not be ignorant. They shouldn't mourn. Uh, as brethren, they shouldn't mourn for those who are sleeping in Christ. They should not sorrow for them, even as other people who sorrow for others without hope. But understand the fact that those who sleep in Christ Jesus will first of all rise when the trumpet sound, then we who are alive and remain in him, which means in Christ Jesus, will also join up uh, or be caught up in heaven with them. So whoever dies in Christ, uh, there is this hope that we are going to see uh, meet again to part no more in the bosom of Lord Jesus Christ, praise God, hallelujah. So, um, we're going to be considering today's topic, um, which is the second coming of Christ, under two lesson outlines. So, the first lesson outline is we'll talk about the prophecies and the purpose of Christ's second coming, while the second lesson outline will be talking about the manner of his second coming, praise God, the manner of his second coming. So first, let's look at the first lesson outline, which is talking about the prophecies and the purpose of his second coming, Christ's second coming. So first of all, uh, we'll be looking at some of the prophecies that was, they were spoken about um, Christ's 
first uh, and second coming. So we cannot talk about Christ's second coming without looking at the prophecies that were fulfilled about his first coming. So first of all, we saw in the book of Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, the Bible spoke about his first coming, the first coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and it was fulfilled. So we're going to look at two verses that spoke about it, that the first verse spoke about it, and the second verse spoke about how it was fulfilled. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, it says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Listen carefully. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel, God with us. So in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 7, we saw that prophecy fulfilled. And it says, And she gave birth to her son, her firstborn, and she wrapped him in a swaddling cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no private room for them in the inn. Praise God. So we saw that prophecy come to pass. So secondly, we cannot talk about prophecy you know, uh, without talking about the possibilities of what the scripture is saying. So we are going to be looking at the second coming, which is sure to be fulfilled, and it was prophesied. First, it was prophesied by prophet or by the prophet Daniel, praise God, by Daniel as a prophet, praise God. So it was the first one was prophesied by Daniel. In the book of Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 to 14, it says, it, it explains in that place that one, like the son of man, came with the cloud of heaven. So let me even just read that verse. It says, verse 13 says, I kept looking in the night vision and behold on the cloud of heaven one like a son of man was coming and he came up to the ancient of days and was present before him verse 14 says and to him the messiah was giving dominion glory and a kingdom that all people nations and speakers of all language should serve and worship him his dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. So Daniel was speaking about one who will appear like the Son of Man. Praise the name of the Lord. So secondly, let's look at another prophecy who the Lord Jesus himself also prophesied of the second coming in the book of Matthew chapter 25 verse 31 and John chapter 14 verse 3. He says there that the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. So Matthew 25 verse 31 was category spoke about what I, where I just quoted right now. And when you look at John chapter 14 verse 3, the Bible said there that Jesus was saying that I go to prepare a place for you. And when I come back, and I will come back and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also, praise God, hallelujah. So let's look at the third, who again prophesied of the second coming, the angels they prophesied. The angels prophesied of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Acts chapter 1 verses 10 to 11, he said, why they were looking intently into a sky as he was going, as Jesus was going, two men in white clothes suddenly stood beside 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 them and said men of galilee why do you stand looking into the sky this same jesus whom has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you have watched him going to heaven that's the angel speaking 
Praise God. So if we saw that the first prophecy of Jesus Christ, the, the first coming of Jesus Christ was fulfilled, then I tell you, this second prophecy will surely come past. So in case you have this doubt in your mind, a lot of uh, things you have been hearing about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ not being true, I tell you this, this will surely come to pass. The question is, how prepared are you for that second coming? So lastly, the, the apostles also witnessed it. They witnessed that they witnessed that this prophecy was laid out and they witnessed that it's going to come to pass. So from that Acts chapter 1 verse, verses 10 to 11, we saw it was the angels spoke to the disciples, the apostles that were, that was privileged to witness the ascension of Jesus Christ. Now, the good part of it is also, apostles who wait in Christ at, the, at his appearing will also witness this. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 14 says, To all, to all that has kept his precept without stain or reproach, until the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ, explains. Praise God. So, we will witness it as well, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So far we stay in faith, we keep all his precept without staining our white robes, and without reproach we will be at the appearing of the lord jesus christ praise god so secondly we're going to be looking at the purpose of his coming now so we have actually seen um, the prophecies of his coming both his first coming and second coming so we're going to look at the purposes or the purpose of his coming so why is he coming? Why? What is the reason why he's coming? So we're going to look at it in two phases. One is at rapture, the purpose of his coming at rapture, which is the first phase to take the saints with him. So the first phase at rapture, the first purpose, which is at rapture, is that when Christ will come, he is going to come to complete the ultimate salvation of the saints at the rapture. So Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28 saying that so Christ having been offered once and once for all to bear the burden the burden of sin the sin of many will appear a second time and when he appears on the earth is not appearing to deal with sin but to bring salvation to those who eagerly who are eagerly and confidently waiting for him so we see that Christ is coming to complete the ultimate salvation of not just anybody, but those who are eagerly and confidently waiting for him. The question is, are we eagerly and confidently waiting on him? Are we eagerly expecting the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? Or do we feel we are not yet prepared for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? It's one thing to be expecting the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's another thing to be confident about it. Praise God. So, um, so since we're looking at the purposes, now what is another purpose at rapture? Another purpose at rapture will be, his coming will be to expose the hidden things of darkness according to the book of first corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 to expose the hidden things of darkness it says so do not go on passing judgment before the appointed time but wait until the lord comes for he will both bring to light secret things that are hidden in darkness and will disclose the motives of hearts then each one's praise will come from god when Christ comes to expose hidden things of darkness, to expose intents of heart, motives of actions, praise the name of the Lord. So, without much ado, so what is the third purpose? 
the third purpose at rapture is when Christ comes, he will come to receive to himself his bride, which is the church. The bride, his bride, which is the church. John chapter 14 verse 3 said, And if I go, I prepare a place for you, and I will come back again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, ye may be also. So praise God. Hallelujah. So Christ coming, one of the purpose of his coming at rapture is to take the bride, which is the church, to himself. So we have we've looked at that. So next we're going to be looking at is the purpose of his coming at revelation. That's the second phase with the saints. So when Christ is coming at revelation in the second phase with the saints, what will be the purpose? The purpose is to be glorified in the saints. So he will be coming at revelation with the saints to be glorified in the saints. So when we look at the book of 2 Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 7 to 10, the Bible was explaining, is explaining there that when he will come, he will come to give relief to to us who are distressed and to all to us all when the lord is coming he will be reviewed from heaven with his mighty angels in the flaming fire that's how he explains but the good part of it is verse 10 says that when he comes he will come to be glorified in his sins on that day that is he will be glorified through changing through the changed life of those who have accepted him as lord and savior and those who have been set apart for his purpose to be marveled at among all who have believed because our testimony paul said to you to the thessalonians was believed and trusted so christ is coming he will come to be glorified in the saints praise the name of the lord hallelujah so let's look at the second reason, the second purpose of his coming at revelation praise god second purpose is to execute judgment as the as a conquering king to execute judgment as a conquering king so at revelation the bible was is telling us in second timothy chapter 4 verse 1 that i solemnly charge you in the presence of god and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. So he will execute judgment as the conquering king. So the third reason, the third um, purpose for Christ coming at revelation with his saints is he to reign majestically, to reign majestically. The book of Revelation, chapter 11, verse 15, the Bible says that the seven angels, Sounded his prof his trumpet. I beg your pardon, his trumpet. And there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. Majestically. Praise God. So we see that, that at Revelation, the purpose of Christ coming at at Revelation will be to reign forever and ever majestically praise God so fourthly the purpose of Christ coming at revelation which is with his saints will be to destroy death to destroy death the book of first Corinthians chapter 15 verses 25 to 26 says for Christ must reign as king until he has put all his enemies under his feet verse 26 says the last enemy to be subdued to be abolished and put to an end is death. So to destroy death. 
praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So without much ado, we are going to the second lesson outline, which is the manner of his second coming. So from the first lesson outline, let me quickly just run through it. We saw that the purpose of, we can't talk about the purpose of Christ or we can't talk about the prophecy of Christ's coming without talking about the fulfilled prophecy of his first coming, which we saw in the scriptures today, that the first pro prophecies of his coming by prophet Isaiah was fulfilled when um, the Virgin Mary gave birth to Jesus Christ. So we saw that if the first prophecy was fulfilled, the second prophecy will not miss fulfillment. We saw that the second coming of Christ, which is sure to be fulfilled, was prophesied by Daniel, was prophesied by Lord Jesus Christ himself, it was prophesied by the angels, and also the apostles witnessed it at the ascension of Jesus Christ into heaven. And apostles still we are will we'll witness the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ at appearing when he comes. So we also saw that, uh, we saw the purpose of his second coming at rapture. We saw that when Christ is coming, he will expose hidden things of darkness. He will complete ultimate sacrifice, salvation, I mean to say, of his saints, and he will receive the bride, which is the church to himself. We saw at Revelation that when Christ comes, he is coming in the second phase with his saints to be glorified. He's coming also to execute judgment as a conquering king. And he is coming at revelation with his saints to reign majestically and lastly to destroy the last enemy, which is death. Praise God. So quickly, let's look at the manner of his second coming. The manner of his second coming. So first of all, we need to understand that Jesus Christ will be coming. The manner of the second coming will be in two phases. Two phases. The first phase is uh, the phase of rapture. And the second phase is the phase of revelation. Praise God. The second coming in the first phase at rapture and the second and the second phase is revelation so praise god so let's look at the first phase so don't forget we're talking about the manner of his second coming and we say that manner is in two phases the first phase is the first phase at rapture and the second phase at revelation so the first phase at rapture we see that christ will be descending from heaven with a shout and the voice of an archangel according to the book of first Thessalonians, chapter 4 verse 16 first Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16 it says for the lord himself will come down from heaven with a shout of command with the voice of the ark angel and with the blast of the trumpets of god and the dead in christ will rise first so we see that in the first phase of rapture that christ will descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of an angel so secondly he will descend suddenly christ will descend suddenly in the first phase at rapture so first this, uh, first corinthians i beg your pardon chapter 15 verse 52 says in a moment in a twinkling of an eye at the sound of the last trumpet call for a trumpet will sound and the dead who are in christ who believed in christ will be raised imperishably and will be completely changed in Christ praise God hallelujah so he will he said in a twinkle of an eye in a twinkling of an eye which is suddenly praise God so thirdly 
uh, the manner of his of of his of his um, second coming at rapture. Thirdly, uh, Christ will come. He will descend with glory, the glory of his Father. Matthew chapter sixteen, verse twenty-seven. The Bible says that for the Son of Man is going to come in the glory and the majesty of his Father with his angels, and then he will repay each one in accordance to what he has done. The question is, what have you done to, you know, to receive the recompense or to receive the reward of Jesus? Praise God. So, fourthly, the saints will be caught up to meet with him in the air. So when Jesus is coming, the saints will be caught up to meet with him in the air, in the air. So from our Bible text, verse 17 of First Thessalonians chapter 4, we saw in that place that the Bible says, Then we who are alive and remain on earth will be simultaneously caught up, you know, together with them who have the resurrected ones in the clouds to meet with the Lord Jesus Christ in the air. And so we'll be with him always. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So um, we saw that the first phase, which is uh, the first phase at rapture, we saw that Christ himself will descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of an archangel. We saw that he will descend suddenly, which we said is the Bible described as a twinkling of an eye. Thirdly, we saw that he will descend with glory, the glory of his father just to repay each one according to what he has done. And fourthly, we saw that the saints will be caught up to meet with him in the air. Praise God. So quickly, let's look at the second phase at Revelation. We said, Remember, we say this in two phases. The first phase at Rapture, the second phase at Revelation. So let's look at the manner of his coming. In the second phase at Rapture, first, we, we say it is said that he will come to the earth in the cloud of heaven with power. And great glory. The book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 30, explains that at the same time, the sign of the Son of Man coming in glory will appear in the sky, and then all the tribes of the earth, especially Israel, will mourn, regretting their rebellion and rejection of the Messiah. And they will see the Son of Man coming in on the cloud of heaven with power and great glory. Praise God. So he will come to the earth. In the cloud of heaven with power and with glory. Praise the name of the Lord. And secondly, secondly, the manner of Jesus Christ coming, its second coming, which is the second phase at Revelation. Secondly, we said he will come in his own glory, accompanied with the angels. He will come in his own glory, accompanied with the angel. Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 says, and when the Son of Man comes in his glory and majesty and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. So when Christ comes, we will see him in his glory. We will see him in his own glory accompanied with the angels. Praise God. Hallelujah. So thirdly, at in the second phase at Revelation, the manner Christ will come, he will come with his saints. That's the manner in which he will come. He will come with his saints. First Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 13 says, So that he may strengthen and establish your heart without blame in holiness in the sight of our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. So he will come with all his saints. That's the manner 
to which Jesus Christ will come in at the second phase of revelation praise God so the fourth the fourth says he will come in flaming fire he will come in flaming fire first second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 8 it says dealing out vengeance to those who do not know God and to those who ignore and refuse to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ by choosing not to respond to him so he's coming with flaming fire. So when we say flaming fire, it's talking about vengeance. He's coming, you know, he's coming to, to respond to those who refuse to choose him. He's coming with flaming fire. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So fifth, fifth, or uh, the fifth point says at Revelation, the first second phase at Revelation, how the manner or how will Jesus Christ come? What manner will Jesus Christ come? He will come boldly and will be seen as he descend from heaven. Remember where we read in the book of first uh, the book of Acts chapter 1 verses uh, 10 to 11. He said, This Jesus you see that is taken up into the sky will return the same way, you know, that you have watched him ascend into heaven so therefore he will come when jesus will come at the uh, at the second phase of uh, which is at revelation he will come boldly and will be seen as he descended praise as he descends in the name of jesus it is my prayer that god will open our eyes the, the aim of the topic today is to let us understand how it will be so my personal question to you is when last did you try to put this hope in you about the second coming of the lord jesus christ do we have that do are we eagerly waiting and confident waiting are we eagerly and confidently waiting on him praise god the lord will help us in the name of jesus so today in summary the second coming of our lord jesus christ has been prophesied and it will certainly come to pass praise the name of the lord it will certainly come to pass so in conclusion the lord will come at any moment from now so therefore believers we should watch and pray the bible speaking in conclusion uh, bible speaking uh, in the book of first first thessalonians chapter 3 verses 12 to 13 says and may the lord cause you to increase and excel and overflow in love for one another and for all people just as we are also doing for you so that he may strengthen and establish our hearts without blaming holiness in the sight of our god and father at the coming of our lord jesus christ with all his saints which is god's people so in conclusion god will come at any the lord jesus christ will come at any moment from now we should watch and pray praise the lord hallelujah let us pray father we thank you for today's teaching father it's our prayer that you will count us worthy to reign with you in your kingdom at your coming at your second coming let, don't let us be found wanting thank you father for your help thank you because lord we will have this eagerness oh god help us to confidently wait for you even as you come Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Sunday School podcast. It is my prayer that the Lord will make his word indelible in us in the name of Jesus. Until we come your way again, my name is Jude Jonathan for the Open Heavens. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. For the Sunday School podcast, God bless you. Amen. <laughs>